You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. This morning, Melbourne's COVID fight. The deadly illness infects aged care, a nursing home in lockdown with a mystery case. Shutdown support, the multi-million dollar package for struggling businesses, but a war of words breaks out with Canberra. Head to head, Scott Morrison given a warm New Zealand welcome ahead of crucial talks. And appalling act, the bayonet on the Sydney Cenotaph bent and twisted. Police hunt for vandals on the run. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. Victoria is in lockdown limbo with the list of COVID exposure sites rapidly growing and fears the snap shutdown could be extended. 180 venues have been placed on alert as the state recorded five new cases yesterday. Worryingly, the latest to test positive is an aged care worker. This aged care um, positive case is of extreme concern to us. It's our most vulnerable and, and, and sensitive setting. The Victorian government has unveiled a $250 million rescue package for businesses struggling through this latest lockdown. But both the acting Premier and the Treasurer have slammed Canberra for not providing financial support. We asked multiple times of the federal government uh, to support workers during this period and the unrelenting answer has been no. This idea that uh, we're working hand in glove when they never put their hand in their pocket is nothing short of a disgrace. The Queensland Government and the Western Australian Governments, when they uh, were in similar circumstances, um, took on those responsibilities, having decided to go into those lockdowns. Scott Morrison will hold official talks with New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern in Queenstown today. Our PM and wife Jenny were given a traditional Maori welcome to mark the start of their two-day overseas trip. A trans-Pacific travel bubble and China are set to dominate the agenda during a meeting this morning. We'll have the opportunity to talk through those issues and how we can each reinforce our, our joint efforts uh, to ensure a free and independent uh, Indo-Pacific. Ms Ardern is hosting the talks in Queenstown to showcase its beauty and attract Aussie tourists. Queensland rescue crews are frantically searching for a surf skier missing in dangerous conditions. 26-year-old Jordan Kelly was last seen on Saturday morning off North Stradbroke Island. He was on a trip with his friend Jack when one ski started taking on water. They've just become weak and tired from being in the water and, and um, unfortunately Jordan slipped away. Jack managed to paddle to shore and has been treated for hypothermia, but police are still searching for Jordan. 
Police are on the hunt for the vandal who damaged one of Sydney's most important war memorials, the Cenotaph in Martin Place. One of the bronze soldiers' bayonets has been bent back. For uh, Australians to have to sit here and know that uh, there is one amongst us that hates veterans so much they want to show such disrespect is appalling. Veterans are outraged and say it feels like they've been slapped in the face. Australian trials will soon begin on a drug that's shown promise in slowing the progression of motor neurone disease. It works by turning off a usually dormant virus living in all of us. The drug has been used to treat HIV and researchers hope it can now be effective against MND. There are around 2,000 Australians currently diagnosed with the condition. It was the show that captivated Australian audiences and even helped to boost the cruise industry. But sadly, the love boat has lost its captain. Gavin McLeod, who starred on the much-loved American TV comedy, has died at the age of 90. It premiered 44 years ago. And yet for Gavin McLeod, the role of the white shorts-wearing love boat skipper... I'm Captain Steubing, welcome aboard. Oh, it's nice to meet you, Captain. I'm would stick for the rest of his life. My agent called and he says, uh, Aaron Spelling has this thing called the love boat. I think it sucks. You want to read it? TV reviewers thought it sucked too. They all said, how could you do a thing like this? <laughs> oh. It's going to sink like the, like the Titanic. 11 seasons, 249 episodes scattered with the era's celebrities. I promise to behave myself. I don't. The skipper so recognised, Princess Cruises took him on to pitch their business for 35 years. Somewhere, only on Princess, because it's more than a cruise. It's the love boat. Bald at 18, McLeod struggled to get roles until he bought a toupee. His luck changed with the 70s hit comedy, The Mary Tyler Moore Show. How are you gonna write that story in two lines? Early in his six decade career, he fought alcoholism. Later, he turned to Christianity. Today, veteran Ed Asner paid tribute to his comic conspirator. My heart is broken. I'll see you in a bit, Gavin. Tell the gang I'll see them in a bit. Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure, but I have duties on the bridge. Good evening. In the United States, Tim Lester, 7 News. Dozens of Australian cricketers, coaches and commentators are due to leave hotel quarantine in Sydney. The group was stranded in COVID-ravaged India after the federal government enacted its travel ban. Stars like Dave Warner, Steve Smith and Pat Cummins arrived home two weeks ago today after waiting out the ban in the Maldives. The Board of Control for Cricket India is expected to foot the six-figure quarantine bill. Outspoken Labor backbencher Joel Fitzgibbon has called out what he says is excessive unity in the party. The member for The Hunter claims while division can be deadly, it's essential members are able to disagree and speak their minds. Parliamentary caucus uh, is a forum now which is basically a public forum and people feel unable to express their views. Mr Fitzgibbon also wants Anthony Albanese to adjust the party's narrative and policy settings to better appeal to voters. Around 100 people were forced to flee their Sydney hotel overnight after a fire broke out. It's understood the small blaze broke out in the foyer area of the Ibis budget at Strathfield. Firefighters say they found a box of matches in the microwave which had ignited. Police are now investigating. 
New South Wales Labor is facing an ugly leadership war with former leader Michael Daly officially announcing he'll run, declaring that he's the best man for the job. If you think you're the best person for the job, what do you do? Sit back and let someone else who's not as qualified take you to a worse result? Chris Minns is expected to put up his hand for the job today, setting the scene for a very public showdown. Truck drivers should deliver produce faster thanks to a new national freight data hub. Costing $16.5 million, the website will track semi-trailers nationwide to improve delivery. The acting PM hailing truckies as heroes of the pandemic. When everybody thought they needed 10 rolls of toilet paper uh, every time they went to the loo, our truck drivers were there to make sure that were, the shelves were stocked. The data hub will also monitor congestion hotspots. A Russian rocket was successfully launched carrying 36 satellites, satellites into orbit. They belong to British-based company OneWeb, which is aiming to provide enough satellites around the Earth to provide global internet coverage, even in remote areas. So far, it has launched more than 200 into space and is aiming for a total of 650. A music program is really shaking up care for elderly Australians, especially those with dementia. It's been dubbed a silent disco, sinking parts of the brain that process memory and music while allowing many seniors to rekindle the soundtracks of their lives. For many, it's our first language, our first love. Music teaches us to move before we learn to speak. From the young to the old, we saw proof that music, along with laughter, is powerful medicine. You look great. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you need glasses. Oh, is it? <laughs> In this Sydney aged care home, we met Shirley Burke. Is that comfortable for you? It's beautiful. And Peter Elmsley, 87 and 90 respectively, both living with dementia. It's still the same old story that I fight for love and glory. The silent disco begins and lyrics to songs decades old come back to life, as does the urge to get up and groove. More magical toe-tapping moments followed, leaving everyone smiling. <laughs> and the music we listened to today, yes, it helped take you back to your, yes, to your younger days? It did, yes. Yes, no, most, most enjoyable. That is no coincidence. But the part of the brain that processes music is very close to the part of the brain that processes memories. And now scientists have proven music can bond staff and residents. But I think what's really amazing is to see that same uh, experience for staff, you know, the connections and the enjoyment that they get out of a shared experience. The Move and Groove program is available for residents to use any time of day or night and the playlists are entirely personalised, so you can listen to whatever you want, whenever you want, without disturbing anyone else. Isn't that right, Shirley? And I can't hear a word to say. <laughs> Proving the point exactly. You'll have to repeat. <laughs> Next, researchers want to see if, through silent disco, medication can be replaced by music. That's a bit tricky. That's a bit tricky. <laughs> well, you're a tricky lady. Tom Hartley, 7 News. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Checking finance now. Over the weekend, the Dow Jones closed up. The Nasdaq rose. In London, the FTSE traded higher, as did Germany's DAX. On the commodities market, gold is trading at $1,902 an ounce. Oil is $66.32 a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying $77.13 US cents, $84.7 Japanese yen and $1.06 New Zealand. British Prime Minister Boris Johnson and his new wife Carrie Simmons have released a photo of their wedding day. The couple tied the knot over the weekend in a secret ceremony at London's Westminster Cathedral. The photograph shows the couple in the garden of Number 10 Downing Street. Only a small group of family and friends were in attendance. 56-year-old Johnson and 33-year-old Simmons have a one-year-old son together. Americans are enjoying a holiday weekend that's almost back to normal thanks to the success of the COVID vaccine rollout. Let's go live now to US correspondent Tim Lester. Good morning, Tim. Crowds are back at airports, sporting events and at the beach. Good morning, Jody. Yes, it's a case of the numbers going America's way in a couple of important respects. First, through COVID. COVID numbers in this country yesterday dropped to below 12,000 a day. Now, if that sounds a lot, it's a tiny fraction of the peak of over 300,000 and the lowest since March last year, right back a fortnight after the beginning of the pandemic. The vaccines, now over 50% of the whole population has more than one dose, really are are having an impact. The second uh, big numbers around this Memorial Day weekend, the weekend where Americans pay their respects for those who've lost their lives at wars for the country, uh, are the numbers at sporting events and the like. The Indianapolis 500 on today is only at 40% capacity in terms of crowds, but the estimated crowd at the Indy 500 is 135,000, the biggest crowd sporting event of the pandemic so far in the United States and the travel numbers around the US reflect the return uh, to holidaying mode for most Americans in a way that they haven't seen through the pandemic. An estimated 37 million Americans will travel 80 kilometres or more from their home as they mark this holiday weekend in a new and growing confidence in the country. Jody. Okay, Tim Lester in the US, thank you. A huge fire has broken out at a petrol refinery in West Virginia. The fire was sparked by an explosion, forcing a major highway to close. Nearby homes and hotels were evacuated as a precaution. Officials say nobody was injured. Italy's Mount Etna volcano has erupted, spewing lava and releasing thick plumes of ash. The explosions came from the volcano's southeastern crater, with the eruption plume reaching a height of about 6.5 kilometres. The dawn display is the latest in a series of eruptions which began in mid-February. Mount Etna is Europe's most active volcano. 
A cargo spacecraft has successfully docked with the core module of China's future space station. The Long March 7 rocket was carrying equipment and supplies, including food and fuel. China will need to carry out about 10 missions in total to complete assembly of the space station. It's expected to be fully operational in 2022 and remain in orbit for up to 15 years. Injury troubles have overshadowed Port Adelaide's win over Fremantle last night. Defender Ryan Burton was subbed out late after hurting his problematic left knee. Star forward Orazio Fantasia may need surgery after his own knee injury flared up. Port dominated the Dockers early, racing out to a 40-point lead at quarter time, which was enough to run out 46-point winners. Saturday's dream time at the G game has been moved to Perth's Optus Stadium due to Victoria's COVID outbreak. New South Wales has announced its team for the State of Origin opener on Wednesday night. Panthers trio Jerome Luai, Brian To'o and Liam Martin will make their Origin debuts, with Dalian medalist Jack Whiten pushed to the bench. Knights forward Tyson Frizzell missed the cut entirely after limping off in their 18-10 win over Manly. And the NRL will make a call on the location of the series opener today due to Melbourne's coronavirus outbreak. North Queensland is shaping up as the likely option. Australian Open champ Naomi Osaka has been threatened with expulsion from the French Open due to her media boycott. The second seed cruised into the second round with a straight sets win over Patricia Maria Tigg, but organisers from all four slams say she could be fined and banned from future tournaments if she continues her boycott. US Open champion Dominic Thiem gave up a two-set lead to crash out in his opener to Pablo Andahar. Australian Isla Tomljanovic won her first round match. The motorsport world is in mourning after the death of a Moto3 rider at the Italian Grand Prix overnight. Riders and teams came together before the MotoGP race to remember 19-year-old Jason Dupasquier, who died after a horror crash in qualifying. Six-time world champion Marc Marquez crashed out on the second lap as riders struggled to stay on the track at Mugello. Fabio Quattararo took out the win, dedicating the victory to his late colleague. Australia's Jack Miller came sixth. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough and low should continue bringing showers to southern WA and into southwest South Australia. Onshore winds around a broad high should drive showers into parts of Tasmania, eastern Queensland and the northern tropics. This high will bring dry conditions and chilly overnight temperatures. Around the capitals today, Brisbane mostly sunny, heading for a top of 22 degrees. Sydney sunny and 19. Canberra morning frost, then sunny, 15 the top. Melbourne sunny and 16. Hobart mostly sunny and 13 degrees. Adelaide cloudy, heading for 18. Perth mostly sunny, 18 the top as well. And Darwin mostly sunny and 31 degrees. And that's 7 Early News for this Monday, the 31st of May 2021.